You are now tuning in to the Top Shelf Edition, presented by Northern Superior Brewing Company. Northern Superior Brewing Company always brings forward top shelf product and customer satisfaction. Located on 50 Pym Street in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Northern Superior is available for local delivery or provide a friendly yet exciting atmosphere inside its tap room. Follow Northern Superior on Instagram or Facebook. You can also check out their website at northernsuperior.org. At Northern, we're superior. It's a Northern thing. Now how about some hockey chat? Let's get to the crew inside the Gem Studios, bringing you Gem and the Game Sports Show Hockey Edition, Top Shelf. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. This is your host, David McKaig, bringing you the Top Shelf Edition presented by Norton Superior Brewing Company, where we talk all things hockey. And I'm here inside the Game Entertainment and Media Studios. And I'm joined by my co-host joining me inside studios. And boys, this is exciting that we have the crew together inside the studios here tonight. Of course, still following social distancing. But nonetheless, introducing the co-host tonight, going first to the one and only Alex Parr, the video guy, the sports analyst, the generals yeah. analyst, the, the whole agenda oh, no, of the no, no. show. Keep going, keep and he's one sexy dude. Yep. He's bald. Uh, Mr. Clean. Thanks, Dave. That's awesome. <laughs> Introduce Dane now. <laughs> How are you, Parr? I'm good. I'm glad I can see you while we do this, and we're not doing it over Skype. A little bit different. It is. I Love. kiss you, but you're still a little bit of ways away from me. Yeah, and we got to wait till maybe you know everything fully lifts 100% you, before we start doing that. Yeah, what is it? We're doing this Sunday night? 48 hours, and then COVID's not as prevalent. But for right now, you better, you better be worried. <laughs> One and only sitting on the couch, if you will, the Conduro couch, it has been called. And we can get into why we have names in certain specific areas in this room later on in the show. The one and only Dane Hantro. Dana, one of the original OGs of the show. How's it going, pal? It's good. Good to be in the studio. Oilers are on a run right now, so I, I couldn't not be happier. You know, <laughs> eight of the last ten. Just keep her going. Got a couple games against the Jets coming up. Play those Leafs again. I think we got a... What, three-game uh, series coming up uh, next week? Those absolute sick leaves that are just, like, so good. <laughs> yeah, that players. team that's so, so good. good. Despite a tough loss against Montreal, uh, that was on Saturday night, uh, just in case uh, people forgot that, yes, they did lose to Montreal, the 2-1 against the Habs this year. And here on the show here tonight, I'm going to send everyone a quick reminder that make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on all the platforms of the Game Entertainment and Media and the Game Sports Show, as well as checking all the previous editions of the show, including recent uploads uh, with our Strike Zone edition with myself and Connor Henderson, which we actually did on Valentine's Day today as well. We're recording two shows in one day here, as well as tomorrow, ESPN 1400 will be on live from 1400 AM radio. And we have special edition uploads this week as well and our in the pocket season finale will be coming up this week as well so lots of content that we continue to bring forward to you but here inside the top shelf edition I'm going to remind you that we talk all things hockey as I mentioned at the top of the show we talk both local which is under the hashtag gem local as well as national which is gem national where of course we get into the major juniors and the professional levels and of course in terms of local news for the, the game sports show the game entertainment media there's not too much obviously to attest with this current time as of yet and we'll have more conversation on our ESPN edition which will be tomorrow with myself and Scott Neeson as we're trying to see what the return to play protocols will be in the uh, junior B and tier 2 junior levels but in terms of the major junior levels 
which we can both consider local and a little bit national, is that we see a return to play action for the WHL looking at 24 games. Heck, the Red Deer Rebels, I believe, are the team that are going to be living inside their arena, of course. So sick. Which is unbelievable. And I know re- on recent editions of the show, myself and Scott were talking about how they should do a condensed season in bubbles and uh, where they should have one city be the Memorial Cup or the, the full playoffs and make it uh, make it like that, even though that we're starting to get towards other steps of this COVID uh, pandemic inside Ontario and particularly throughout Canada and even also if we want to talk about the United States as well. Uh, but the WHL return to play park, what are you first? What do you think? Okay, about that. It'll be our first topic. Will be about the uh, major juniors before we jump into the professional levels. Like, I guess the NHL is a really good example that Canada's kind of doing it a bit better. But I, these kids got to go to school still, and I feel like that's like the hottest spot of all places to get COVID. Is that these kids are going back to their families, they're going back home. They're teenagers. They're not going to listen to the rules and what people say. They're going to hang out with their friends still. I. I just don't know how they're going to do it safely. I think they said they're going to do it in a bubble, yeah? Bubble? Yep, bubble. So are they just going to bring some tutors in to them? Because if they're going to school, I feel like this is just the most flawed plan yet. Um, another note, well, how hilarious would it be if the Greyhounds get to host the Memorial Cup and we don't get to watch it? See, so do you think that would be a thing, though? Dan, I'll even bounce that to you. You think, like, after these vaccines are administered and 24 games, you're looking at... <laughs> We're a bit the, of ways away from getting yeah, vaccines here true. in Canada. Yeah, like, if, if you think, like, let's say that the playoffs would be the end of April, you know, or no, probably beyond that, maybe June. I know they're officially going to mark down days and release all the full information so we have 100% accuracy. But, you know, would it be – do you think there's an opportunity, Dane, that we'll have spectators? Uh, um, I, I think, like, at this point, um, as far as the Memorial Cup goes, I think it would just make sense to have it in a random area. And obviously you still need that host team to have that fourth team in it. But I think it's just obviously unfair to that team and the community to have – you know, your one opportunity and, you know, how many years does it take, you know, they come back unless you're, you know, the London Knights, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you might get a couple extra Memorial Cups thrown in there. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think they should maybe just have a neutral spot and, and maybe, you know, make it a little bit different this year. You know what, maybe have the, 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 the top two teams from each, you know, league, the two finalists that make the finals and have a six-team tournament instead of a four-team tournament and not, you know, kind of shorthand that host team. And, like, you know, I mean, God forbid if it does come to the Sioux this year. And, like, we all seen it, you know, a couple years ago when we went on that run and seen how involved the community was. Unfortunately, I was not here, and I I missed it, which (laughs) sucked. But, um, yeah, we're a hockey town, so I just think, like, you know, if we were to host the Memorial Cup and not – you know, having fans at the arena or be able to have, you know, these events, you know, on oh, Queen Street. And oh, yeah. That'd be the most OHL thing ever to be like, oh, what? You got your Memorial Cup, Sault Ste. Marie. Good job. Hey, London, you want to do it again? <laughs> oh, no, well, that's what I mean. I'm like, have it in London this year. I mean, that it's it's hard, right? Like, I just, I, I feel like, you know, it, only every three years the OHL gets to have it and the chance of, you know, of hosting it is, it, it, you know, your, your your chances of having that, you need a, a new rank, you need a, a pretty decent team that's obviously going to make the run and have a playoffs, like, you know, be in the playoffs. I mean, that would be, I don't know if that's ever happened before where a team that has hosted the Memorial Cup hasn't at the very least qualified for the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I think it's exciting for the kids to get back and playing hockey. Um, the NHL is doing it right now. Obviously, we're having a little bit more success in the Canadian Hockey League, and 
avoiding COVID. <laughs> the Canadian and, Hockey League. Yeah. yeah well, I, that's <laughs> the it, North like, Division. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 say, I, I, I say I that it. because, like, you know, I, like, I was true. joking with you guys before. It's like maybe that's what it ends up being. Like, if COVID becomes so bad with all the other teams that you can't make up the games, it's like, ah. So let's have a Canada Cup. Well, I think uh, uh, Fauci said America will be able to just walk to a pharmacy and get vaccinated by the summer. So, See, it, where it's so amazing the difference in between countries where you're just one, literally a hop and a skip over, like especially for us. It's so infuriating. International bridge. Vax right? us want, up. I want to go live my life again. See, that's not – the big thing is that I think the Canadian, the, the Scotiabank North Division is what it's oh, called, of good. course. Right? Yeah, get Scotiabank their dollars. <laughs> yeah, Dave, there you go. Boy. They're not a sponsor on the show, though, so you know, that's free advertising. Oh, yeah, here. we'll send them a bill. We'll yeah, seriously, a, a whole a good amount of sense. But anyways, besides <laughs> – jokes aside, no, more than that. But anyways, it's the, – the, the Scotiabank North Division has done it so right in the National Hockey League, and we're talking more about the National Hockey League. But I think – We've talked about it on the show numerous times. Justin brought up the bracket idea, how you can take an advantage of that and make it a complete different. Because 2020 is a year where it's completely different than any other year. Obviously. <laughs> Duh. Okay? COVID. So you can play around with this. Make it so much different. Have a bracket tournament. One to – if you're going to do one to eight, if you're going to do two and two or You whatever. just say you have to mitigate travel, though. Yeah, like The you only do. way it makes sense, like, you know, I have so much bigger of a bracket. One so city. it's like east-west finals. I don't care how you do it on each side, but, like – you have to mitigate travel. You have to have divisions just be divisions. You can't, like, I mean, West and East teams can't play each other. It has to be similar to the NHL to kind of, like, make it work. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they can have that one city or if they're going to have two, like Toronto and Edmonton, right? Those are the two for the NHL if things continue to to descend in the numbers. but They should just do it at the, the biggest rink in the Yukon or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, literally. Or make it an outdoor do it tournament. Do that. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, outdoor. I Memorial mean. Cup classic outside in Yellowknife. Yeah. <laughs> No. I just, I just like, like I said, I think, like, obviously, it would just they, they have to figure out a way to make it fair for everybody. I just, and, and like, I like the bracket idea. Like, like you have the opportunity to do something different. You might as well run and like, you know, go with it and see how it works out. I mean, it worked out pretty good for. I mean, not everybody's going to agree with how the playoffs turned out. I know Leafs and Oilers fans. Obviously, we had that first round exit, and it was even technically, you know, the first round of not the playoffs. Not a first round exit, no, not so, the playoffs. Exactly right. So I mean, it depends what way you look at it. It's a it's a unique situation. So I think yeah, get creative with it. But I think you know, obviously traveling and it's different than planes, right? Like you're on a bus and junior hockey. You know, you're stopping here, you're stopping there. So the NHL isn't think, even doing rapid testing right now. How messed up is that? They have to test 24 hours before a game. And be like, well, cross your fingers. Hopefully, you don't touch a doorknob when you shouldn't have. <laughs> See, yeah, and we'll see, like, we have a special edition coming up in the near future. It's not, uh, it's not the one this week or even the week after. Uh, but we had Drew Shore in our show who mm-hmm. was involved, who's in the Carolina organization. And he was talking about what – because he's in Chicago, and they, they had to uh, – the Chicago coach Wolves. Got, yeah, Chicago Wolves in the American mm-hmm. Hockey League, they combined a team, right? So, like, they – they the coach had the COVID protocol, so everyone had to shut down. They had to get rushed to the place to get all checked. Like mm-hmm. it's completely different, where they're getting swabbed really often. I think they only play like four or five teams, even too. Like I was looking at their schedule, it's it's small. It's different, right? And like this, the Western Hockey League with the WHL, the the latest kind of news that we've had is something that we've already talked about in the show a couple times on our Canadian side, the American side. January twenty eighth was most 
most recent like news article in terms of what's going on. And uh, they did announce, you know, just a couple days ago, uh, the first uh, two weeks of the Central Division schedule for 2020 and 2021. So the first two weeks feature eight games from Friday, February 26th through to Saturday, March the 6th. So you'll have the WHL Central Division open with home and home series for the Edmonton Oil Kings taking on Lethbridge Hurricanes. Home and, and home? Like the, they're actually going to their uh, arena? Yeah. And then Medicine Hat Tigers facing the Red Deer Rebels. The Calgary Hitmen will open the season on Friday, March 5th, when they host the Red Deer Rebels. And, of course, we talked about Red Deer. The players are living in their rink. And this is the schedule on whl.ca. And they got a full description. It goes on and on. I'm not going to sit here and read the entire article, of course. But they had their schedule released. They have their plan for return to play. Uh, but if you look at the Ontario Hockey League, and this coming from Sudbury.com, uh, that they had obviously still ongoing discussions about what's going to happen with their return to return to play, and it'll be very interesting. Like that, the, I had something brought forward to me just at work, Alex. That uh, like, imagine if the WHL started and the Q and the O didn't. Well, I guess we know where the Memorial Cup champion is coming from, right? What do you do? <laughs> do you do a Memorial Cup still, or do you what's just have a Q WHL? Doing? What's the Q doing? Have they released anything? So looking at the QMJHL, there there's a league. Quebec's that, like, I mean, they ain't they ain't in a good spot right now. No, they they're worse than us, right? They're kind of we're number two. See, we're number two. Oh, we're not doing that much better than them. Wait, we're under we're under a thousand cases a day now. So this and this was an article, of course, that came up January twenty fifth in, in twenty twenty one. It's more so kind of this came from CBC. Was that they they brought up Quebec teams in the QMJHL. Uh, wanted to try to look at different return to uh, play with teams like Chikudami, uh Drummondville, Ramuski, Sherwood again. And uh, like, it's different again. It's like the WHL where it looks like there's going to be some return to play, to play protocols. But being as far as what the WHL is and releasing a complete schedule and uh, being at that, uh, the WHL is the furthest along. The Q is second. The OHL is third, in my opinion, just looking at research, because the Ontario Hockey League, because we are in Ontario just getting over lockdown. Like, we're this upcoming Tuesday. The Quebec is not in a better spot either. They've had different states as well where the uh, the western side of our country. Do they Canada, still have their different. curfew in Quebec? They, like, that wasn't For the last like, that I checked, they do. Yeah. Like, looking at articles, they still have their curfew. So if you look at the Q and the O, they're not even as close as what the WHL is. So what do you do? The WHL is playing 24. What is Quebec and the OHL going to do 18? Like, it's 2020. You make them play if you want. There's uh, kids that want to play, but hopefully you can get all the leagues together. But what if, Dane, that happens that – the OW is the only team playing. Then they're the only they're the only league that's playing. I think it's as simple as that. And then you postpone the Memorial Cup. Yeah, I was and gonna say you probably don't. Hopefully do the, the OHL. Cup. I just I think regardless of where it happens this year, I think like you, like I mean it's a it's a it's a very profitable for you know whatever team that gets to host it right, like especially like a, you know the Sioux. You know you're bringing in a lot of revenue. You know, into the hockey team, into the city, tourism, all tourism. That. It's just, it's just a good thing, right? But like, I mean, it would just be a shame if the Sioux can't do it. You know, the, it, I mean, the right way is not like the way to say it, but just the with COVID, way. with COVID in the like, I just mean with COVID in the way, it's just like you're not gonna have that, you know, that kind of tournament that you're you, you want and be able to put all these, you know, fun events in place and, and have the community be involved. So I think, you know, as far as Memorial Cup goes, I think if the OHL is hosting it this year, they should be able to host it next year. 
Yeah. Without, you know, COVID kind of hindering the process of the, the two event. teams apparently being the Hounds and the Generals were the two favorites, Sault Ste. Marie and Oshawa being the I well, think But like Sault Ste. Marie like makes the most sense. We're in northern Ontario. We're the most north like northern city that has the least amount of, you know, COVID issues. And like But I don't but, want but it we if have I can't a and go. we have we have a like well, but what I'm saying is like we obviously so like in a in a perfect scenario or not even a perfect scenario in a normal scenario like would the suit ever be considered the ha- like the suit wouldn't even be considered to have a memorial cup in my opinion without covid being a thing i think the only reason that we're being looked at right now and i could be wrong no, on this. i think they announced that before it was before covid yeah and it's because but, this year they said they wanted somewhere that doesn't normally get it as a place that they okay want. well they, fair enough i mean putting it in oshawa like if oshawa and the sewer the difference would be like somewhere where like oh it's in the gta like we don't need it yeah, in the fuck, gta fuck guy fuck put it in, in fucking northern ontario yeah, yeah. Like, if you wanted to have it somewhere. And, like, I mean, I, I think you, like, we all saw, like, you know, all the fans and the community being out the last time we made our run. So, I couldn't see the Memorial Cup not being a complete success under the right circumstances. Northern, like, like, honestly, it's the best place to, especially even now, because of how excluded we can be. If you, if you think about it, the Sioux, like, Oshawa and Southern Ontario. Yeah, like, literally, you got, A, across the river, but we don't know about how that circumstance is going to work out. Uh, yeah. But... Blind River is close to here. There's hotels within down the highway. If you go down, the, I believe if I'm that's seventeen, I believe that It'll highway be like is. The days correct, in the Blind quadro, River, I'm sure. And I, I believe this that's is Trans Canada. Trans Canada. Yes, yeah, thank yes, you. Dave, highway thank seventeen. You. Thank you. I just forgot. It's, my it's, that, it's never <laughs> changed. What's that from, really? from one coast to the other? <laughs> yeah, what's that really long well, road that, again? Need a little reminder. There goes see why elementary school education reform all day, baby. Anyway, the big thing is is that like you could. Within reasonable travel, you can have teams stay in different hotels in different communities without having issue with the travel and with kind of the COVID spread. Sioux, Ontario, uh, hotels are starving for business, obviously. Well, right? and I think like put like four hockey teams Every and their staff there. in four different hotels and mm-hmm. that at least – and I mean, there's – multiple like i mean there's two hotels that are right around the corner from the rink that would be Pass. easily well no that but easy easy and then i i know a lot of people disagree with this um i i know within ontario like nhl teams that are on traveling they're opening up restaurants just for the teams to go mm-hmm. eat at which people are like, oh, well, that's unfair. Especially, not, when you're, especially when you're hand-picking restaurants, especially when restaurants can't be open. So, like, I, I definitely... Not the social leaders like the Leafs are going, no, we won't do that. We're setting a good example. Oh, but whatever. Regardless, that's I'm just saying... the best team in the world. I, I would be, like, the way that I look at it is, I, like, I'd be very okay with it. Obviously, there's a lot of other restaurants that aren't getting the same. But if you could have, you know, the... You know them come here and then be able to go. You know, eat at a couple different restaurants and just have a couple restaurants open, and you know, have a couple that are downtown, close to the rink, mitigate travel. We have enough restaurants on Queen Street in the area. You know, Muyos has always been a favorite of Greyhounds. You know, back in the day, I can't remember how many times when I was a kid that I would see, you know, Joseph Vasichak and you know, Ryan Jardine. Like, and I'm going way back right now. Like. Corey Packer, like all these, the guys. these guys, yeah, yeah, like no it's like before Alex's time, right? Like and these of course, Vasicek sad he was in the yeah, he was in, in, in the, yeah, in the crash, and like it's yeah. crazy because I, I I literally met him there. So like you know, just like these mom and Paul kind of joints that you know have been around forever in the Sioux. Like I mean, unfortunately, you know everybody's going to be affected by this, and I'm sure we'll see some restaurants that you know might not make it past this because 
But one thing I will say about Sault Ste. Marie is that people <laughs> will go out of their way not to cook in Sault Ste. Marie. And I say per capita, the Sioux eats out more than any city. You think, it, eh? I mean, th- there's a reason that, like, how many local restaurants that we have. We have chains that come here and don't last. Boston Pizza doesn't last. I'm surprised. Is Montana even... Former sponsor of the Montana show. is even Former still sponsor. a thing. Just I, I, big chain restaurants, like, other than fast food, we don't have any any here Chuck's red lobster was here chucks booms that they, 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 yeah. they rake it in yeah chucks just so you know at the game sports show on all social medias just putting that out there chucks if you want to sponsor you know we're here, <laughs> we're, here. we're plugging all the businesses yeah here i know right and the big reason why is because we want to support the local there has been businesses that have been affected by covid locally and closed already because of it and fortunately myself and alex are employed at a, a very prestigious organization Hell yeah. uh in in the sioux that that has allowed us to work during these times and it's going to be interesting i know gem and the game sports show are really excited to hopefully start announcing some things as we try to hope to be involved in some community involvement to uh, help you know bring back and give back to those local businesses to help get them bounced back from this. But, you know, we're talking Sault Ste. Marie, but we have listeners that are in Sudbury, North Bay, the Timmins, Blind River, Southern Ontario. We also have in the United States. So uh, I know we're talking a lot about Sault Ste. Marie in particular, and the reason why is because of the rumor with the Ontario Hockey League Memorial Cup, uh, overall both of them, uh, both leagues with the Hounds and obviously the Memorial Cup for all the junior leagues. So uh, we feel that the Sault Ste. Marie would be the ideal choice, and we're not just being biased. I think there's even more of an influence to come to the Sioux because of COVID. That's just basic. The overall. I think. I think, though, in conclusion, that if the Sioux can have all of the benefits that a Memorial Cup traditionally brings to a city, don't give it to us and wait until we can do it right. One yeah, well, I guess so I think I, like, I, there's you're not making any money off of just hosting it here. No, I like. I don't know if they're like you need obviously advertisements. Seats. Like maybe like I. No, I, you I need just, asses and seats. You need, you need restaurants open. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So like, if we host it this year, I think we should automatically get it next year. I think it's it's the, so unfair the because it's just OHL not, board of governors would be like, no fucking not. way are we gonna let that London? happen. Yeah, yeah well, it's just like their perfect opportunity. Oh, we're gonna be fair this year. We're gonna we're gonna give it to the old, the, the the lonely oh, you know Northern you, Ontario cuties. team, other than Sudbury, because like Sudbury and well North Bay, we're all you know pretty much in a straight, relatively in a straight Down that line. Big highway we're you guys about. got yeah. the Memorial Cup. You guys are fine. Oh, COVID's over. London guys, how's it been? How long? It's been forever. Am I right? And Fuck one thing I'll leave the on the table before we go to commercial quick, and we come back, we'll do the second part of your. Last part of the show, we really have a couple topics going into today. Is uh, and I want to see if listeners react to this because we have discussed this the rink in the Sioux, the GFL Gardens again. GFL, tag your social Guffle. media pages as well. Uh, you know, a little shout out to the gardens, but they it's not GFL's fault with the rink. So this is not a shot at GFL or anything, but when they built the rink. They didn't build enough seats in that rink mm. to be able to hold a lot of uh, spectators for a lot of big events. We've had concerts. We've had, uh, I believe it was the Briar. I, I, if I remember, I, too bad Brad oh, is in my uh, ear right now. Brad no, Jacobs, it was the Scotty's turn. Scotty's, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. I went so, there. Jennifer Jones waved at us. Seven, seven, grade 7, Alex was like... Really pumped. I, I was like, I see you, Jennifer. I see you. At the Scotties? Yeah. Oh, I went to the uh, yeah. Team Newfoundland. So it was a Team Newfoundland. Team PEI, maybe. Whoa. Oh. The, that... I, I will say it. They just had a they had a, a bunch of very attractive. attractive Let me tell you, I went there. to the and they were good and they the, were good. The World Cup of curling for the women. So you had like girls from Sweden, Anna Hasselborg, I believe her name was. You had girls from the Czech Republic. And I worked that event. 
And mind you, I was professional as hell there, but right now I'm going to tell you, I have a new appreciation for women's curling after that event. <laughs> Very hard sport. Brad has said it on the show. Brad Jacobs, one of our, if you would say, ambassadors of the, the game sport what show. What did he say? The game entertainment media. To say in that uh, curling, it's uh, it's underrated sport for both genders is what he has well, I mean, said. Yeah. So not more males. Males have now been really grown. But overall, my whole point is circulating back to the Curlers guards. are hot. They that's, need that's more. Yeah, point. there you go. Yeah, Brad's an attractive dude too. I mean, hey. You know, I, would say, I would say curling in Canada is just as popular on, on both genders. Like, I don't, mm. yeah. I definitely don't have a prize. I think, yeah. like, the, 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 the stage in Canada is just as big female, male. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I mean, obviously there's a difference between, you know, hockey and any other kind of sport. But I think if you want to look at anything where there's not as much. Of a gender gap. Uh, a gender yeah. gap. I think, like, curling, like, I mean, I've. We've all grown up watching Jennifer Jones dominate, and I mean, there's been countless Martin other like too, m- like female Canadian. Brad now. Brad. Yeah, well, I just, I, I just, I think you know, I think like especially having the Olympics too, it kind of puts them on a bigger stage. And I think like curling, you got to think about it. It's not like a, a year long thing. It's like we watch the Briar, we watch the Scotties, we watch the Olympics, mm-hmm. and other than that. You know, not to say that, you know, the majority of Canada, you know, doesn't care or anything. It's just it's not as big of a thing, right? Like people aren't tuning in to the, the smaller, smaller tournaments. Tournament. So in that sense, I just think, yeah, like it's I, like I love curling. I think it's it's a, it's a very relaxing, fun sport to watch. Have a couple of pints with the boys and see some, a couple of incredible shots. Like I think it, it looks I, I've only curled once or twice, and it's hard. Like I just like oh, yeah. so. It, it's it, it's. You it, watch it, them like hit one that hits another, and that one hits two, and then it opens up the third one, and like it's, yeah. I don't get it. It's like chess. It's like and the big thing is, like I said though, is that the, they didn't build that rink in the suit to fit in. Oh, that's seats. where we were starting with that, right? The, yeah, the, sorry, segueing back to uh, yeah. Or. That that's where I think. They really had flaws, so that's where it's going to hinder a lot on decisions on. Not, not that I'm privy to how the rink was built, but it seems like City Council jumped on a sponsor at the time when we had an old decrepit rink that really, needed. really needed to be replaced, <laughs> and we took the, you know, not maybe the first sponsor, but you know how many how many names have we've had on that on that building in the time that we've had it? Like how old's that rink? Ten ten years old. First one was 09. I like no, I, no, no, it was even before that. Like I played like grade, hockey. grade yeah. nine. I was playing. I wasn't playing high school yet, but like that, that rink was there. Oh, five. When I was in grade nine, even maybe grade ten. So, yeah. So not even ten you years old. Seen, uh, the new uh, scoreboard. That though? was open September. I have not. September twenty ninth, two thousand. But I remember that being Boom. a bit. I remember that being a big thing when it was built. That it was like oh, and like. We were like only like five hundred seats short of like and like like. like Forgive me on the stats; they're probably not, you know, overly accurate. But it wasn't like I, I, I can't see it being a huge expense to, you know, pour a little bit more concrete and add, you know, another row of seats or, or add another bowl or something like that. So I mean, I'm not an engineer; I don't know what the cost was. Obviously, the money wasn't there. Construction cost but. was twenty five million dollars, which in uh, 2018 terms update would have been thirty point six million dollars it's a shame that that's a 30 million dollar rank because it's it's not and it was called steelback center in 06 to 08 sr SR. center from 08 to 18 and ever since then has now been called as a gfl memorial garden yeah i took a little sneak and it seats 4928 not 5000 don't don't get it wrong 
4,900. It's crazy, though, because, like, if you just think about it, if they would have just added more seats and had more deals, like, like children-friendly deals, like, you know what? Oh, if you're a kid, you know, you can have a ticket for four bucks or something like that. And it's just like... It's like, no, nope, $35 know, a ticket. Let's go. We have diehard fans in the Sioux, but when our team is struggling, that, that no barn does not sell out every night and not even close. But when we are, like, when we're doing good, Sells you, out. You, you, it's hard to get a ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And 383 reviews, fun fact before we go to commercial, for the GFL Gardens on Google. 4.4 stars out of 5. Can you read some of the one-star reviews? I am honestly trying to skim through it. I'm seeing nothing no, you should but 5 stars on one. at first. You should be able to click on the 1. You should see like five, four, three, two, one. The amount of each of them. You should be able to click on the ones. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think like the the rank is is bad from a fan perspective. It's like not in the sense like if the I go to the game, if I go, unreal. If I go to the game, like I enjoy watching the game. I like the angle. I like the seats. I'm comfortable. The canteens right. aren't terrible. Couple ones. This is I'll name a handful of them. From a guy named Robert. Too noisy, need earplugs, ridiculous. Well, what? Whoa. You're going to a fucking uh, hockey game, Sarah, Rob? From a girl named Sarah. She said that the one star, but her comment was, Royal Garden Place is fun. But she put one star. Uh, lousy. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> what? let's learn how I to I do use miss it. a memorial. Chris virus. Brown. Chris, Chris Brown, apparently. Chris Breezy? Lousy TV coverage. Camera work sucks. That has nothing to do Numerous no comments. It's a bunch of ones. And then we have a, night, a long one from her name is Susan. Took my son one. to the alumni hockey game a year ago. Oh, this We was, had uh, to leave because the announcer was so loud. He has sensor, uh, sensory issues and it was hurting his ears. Poor little guy would even cry every time the announcer talked. It was even, it was even loud to me. I could hear him even when I was outside. The staff said it was louder than usual. It was hurting my ears. Listening to him as well. I guess we what both mean, like noise like a lot louder than time. usual. Bring it like I mean. Breaking news: two stars, Greyhound hockey, and they won. Breaking news: <laughs> two hockey st- games are loud. <laughs> I, I would say like from like a, a bathrooms I, need Dave, attention. Dave, like there you, Dave, you remember one. like when, like before you played junior when we would play on the ice, they would have that dehumidifier and they were so cheap they'd only put it on before Greyhound games, and yeah. you'd have to skate ten minutes in a period. Before the puck would stop get like like getting stuck on the ice. Yeah, I saw, like I, I like I bet you three, year. four, five times I had clean breakaways where I lost the puck because I got stuck in water because they never never turned on the dehumidifier there until because I remember like going there for a Greyhound game. Oh, four thousand fucking people in the rink and I'm kind of cold. Mm-hmm. Skimming Not- through, I skimmed through about twenty five more five stars. Basic of it saying great distance, great location. Clean rink, nicely new updated, simple rink. Hockey was good, great service. That's a lot of. I think the bathroom one is very true. Yeah, that's the only one of those negative comments that I agree on. Do you guys remember the bathroom at the at the Memorial Garden? No, I was real young. (laughs) Stinky, stinky. Wasn't it just like that? Was it a bunch of single urinals, or was it just like the the row? The row, yeah, it was the row. It gross, like it was disgusting. Oh, it was rusted. Piss everywhere. Piss everywhere. Everywhere. Ice is cold and a great place to watch hockey. Five stars. Breaking news. Hockey games are loud and ice is cold. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> and we'll end it on that. We talked <laughs> We talked a lot in this first part, of course. Me, uh, the major junior hockey returned to play protocols for WHL. And, of course, uh, we 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 dove into the Memorial Cup. Talked a lot about Sault Ste. Marie bringing in some gem local in there. We tied a lot in this first segment. We're a little bit extra commercial-free for the kind of two parts of the first part, if you will. But we're going to take a commercial break this time. After we take this break, we're going to come back and we'll get into the professional level of the hockey realm, if you will. 
Alex, Dane, let's take a quick break. Sip on these Northern Superior pints that we are currently having. And we come back, we'll dive in to some more hockey talk. Don't go anywhere. You can follow the Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at the Game Sports Show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zachary Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. We want to tip our hats to Compass Imaging and Demansky Office Interiors, two great businesses in one great location. From overall graphics to full office needs, Compass and Demansky has it all in one stop. Make sure you check them out on Facebook and on Instagram. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. David McKaig inside the Game Entertainment and Media Studios continued to be joined by Dane Hancho and Alex Parr and continuing our Top Shelf Edition presented by North Superior Brewing Company where it is superior and it's a northern thing. You can follow them on social media. That's Facebook and Instagram at Northern Superior Co. And they also do local delivery packages. They have many great options available for you to be able to enjoy some delicious beer. Used to have a rhyme. Miss the pier. You do miss the pier. Mm-hmm. No one knows if no one knows what that is because you're neither a new follower to the show, whatever it may be. They obviously had an outside uh, facility that you're able to go outside in the summer, and it was called Pier 55, and that's where we would do our do Sunday recordings there every week outside of the pier, enjoying a great beer. Certainly missed that, but it's great to see that everything is hopefully going to start transitioning back to normal, where we can go inside and enjoy uh, being around people and inside restaurants, etc. So make sure with Northern Superior, they've always it, been open. I don't think You've it's o- COVID stopping us from being at the pier right now, though. No, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but the big thing is, nonetheless, you're able now to go inside and enjoy the inside Northern Superior Brewing Company after, of course, everything lifts. But they've always been around since COVID. They've been doing deliveries. They've been working their asses off at Northern Superior Brewing Company. And, of course, them being part of the family. They're great to us here on the Game Entertainment Media and the Game Sports Show, so we appreciate that. So you know what? Support local, hashtag gem local, Northern Superior Brewing Company, where it's a northern thing. Now... We're continuing our show. We dove into a lot in that first part. It actually went a little bit extra where we are not only we're only doing one set of commercials now today, not two. But that was fun. We had some good back and forth talk. We're inside the office the first time together in here and it's cozy as hell. I feel like we gotta take a bingo dabber and dab off the game sports show card for we went a little bit long. Just dab that off on there. Yeah, that's we if we did a little thing uh, have take a drink w- every time we say that went a little bit longer. No, than we gotta expected. have a bingo card. The free one would be booyah because that's an everyone thing. So you get that one right <laughs> off the start. How do you spell my booyah? Uh you spell it U H, I believe, right? B U. Just be you. Just be you. Hmm. Oh, that's because a lot of sports people have done the booyah thing on shirts and mm-hmm. done it. No one's done the BU. And you know what? I think that's a message for our, our followers, our listeners today. Just, you know, just you know where you. I got the idea just from? Majin you. Buu. Majin Buu? Anyone know what Majin Buu is? I know Dragon you're... Ball Z. Yeah. I definitely know what that is. <laughs> I, I, was, I, uh, I was up Dragon Ball Z at 5.30, YTV, after school, every day, back-to-back episodes, watch it. Monday I, to Friday, I just know obsessed the, with Dragon the, Ball Z. I just know the classic, like... Uh, 
his power levels over nine thousand meme, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's named after vegetables. Don't don't ask me what le- like level of Super Saiyan that is. It's up there. It's up there. It's one, two, three. I, I don't know. I'm not that obsessed with it, but I do have a close friend that I work with in Red Lake that I would probably be able to answer any Dragon Ball Z question that you have. But continue, Dave. Sorry. So trade. We're gonna go. Obviously, we've this show. The whole format is. Uh, we've been kind of going back and forth. We had our first set of topics in the first half being the gem local, talking major, junior, WHL, return to play, Memorial Cup, giving extra love to Sault Ste. Marie in its entirety as everyone caught on to those were the topics. And, of course, in this one, we're talking the national level of hockey now where there's a lot going on. And, of course, we're not going to get into dissecting recent games or anything of such really on this show for that because, uh, obviously, games are happening all the time. Heck, there's, 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 uh, there was games today that just occurred. There's games tomorrow afternoon which is a holiday obviously uh, for the Canadian side just for a reminder for everyone to make sure you don't show up at the office because you may not get paid for it or you will but you could have had the day off uh, but there was we're going to go back and forth with some th- things are on our mind and some topics in this area before we wrap up the show. The first thing I want to go to is obviously the Dezingle trade uh, with Ottawa and Carolina. Dezingle going back to Ottawa, Galchenyuk uh, and Cedric Paquette going to uh, the Carolina Hur- or, sorry, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, yes. Then today, Paul Byron getting put on waivers. Real deal, James Neal getting put on waivers with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, and, you know, there's... Joel Thornton come back from injury. There's uh, Stamkos has been removed from the NHL COVID list. You know, there's a guy that can't seem to stay off the injured list or any kind of list. Poor guy, of course. And uh, there's there's a lot of things that we can get into that I just flew out there. Uh, so I'm actually going to you, Dane, first or whatever you want to jump into to talk about. Cause yeah, I, I'll I'll touch on like the James Neal thing, and I think I, I I'm not sure what Paul Byron's contract is, but um, essentially. Edmonton, he, they, they put Chase on on waivers, New Heat clear waivers. They put Neil on waivers, New Heat clear waivers. It's just to expand the taxi squad. We have nine defensemen um, in the taxi squad. Um, and, we being and, Edmonton. Yeah, being Edmonton, <laughs> sorry, yes. And we only basically have kind of 12 forwards to run through with. So it, it's essentially just by putting people on waivers, you can expand your taxi squad and make them bigger and it makes sense because obviously you know what through a shortened season that is going to be so tightly scheduled or scheduled we're going to see a lot of injuries and stuff like that so that just to have that flexibility in your lineup to be able to have you know people in and out of your lineup it's it, it was that move right there was not anything about trying to get rid of salary cap or anything like that they knew James Neal was going to clear waivers so he's just easier to put on and off the taxi squad because now he doesn't have to clear waivers to be on the taxi squad. Yeah, you knew nobody was really picking up that contract. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I mean, I hoped. I hoped. <laughs> Every other fan hoped. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Next year we're going to have some cap space. But, yeah, Jason Spets another guy. But, I mean, he threaded, I'm he, he, he he threatened the whole league. What do you mean? That's why true, are you I guess, I guess. Threatened good the point. whole league. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I almost would have said, screw it. I'll take him. Poor Ryan Dezingle, man. Fucking yeah. sucks to be that guy. <laughs> Gotta go play I'll let you hockey. expand. Go. Yeah, literally, I saw that come up on my Instagram feed. I went, oh, poor Ryan Dezingle. No. <laughs> Man, imagine, like, all right, Ryan, you're on a pretty good team. You're winning a lot. You guys are playing great. Uh, you got a call. Uh, hey, Ryan. Um, uh, <laughs> you're 
getting traded to Ottawa for two bottom line players. Okay, bye. Boop. And you're going back to where you played where you had a lot of success, though. But the team is struggling. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he had success because there was other players to play with. I'm pretty sure he, that was like the Mark Stone. I don't era. I don't think that team's that far away from becoming a pretty competitive team. And yeah. I think Ryan well, Zingle had success let's, uh, let's in Ottawa. Matt Murray's, what, 860 save percentage or something fucking But he But he, he's played way better in the last couple games. 369 goals against average. Marcus Hogberg, who led an atrocious goal the other day. I know. We've we played them four times. I, I, the other, I, 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 I I've yeah. watched them. Hoberg's terrible. Matt Murray played I think, well the other I think night, Matt, played well the other night. But Matt Murray's also played very well the past couple nights. So basically since they've got routed by Edmonton, they've played some pretty competitive Does, games. Ottawa has what? Two wins, three wins on the season? Three wins? Three now because they, so they won, I, I, I think. I, uh, I've been trying to be a gambling man and I would just like to put that out there that Ottawa, I've been on their games twice and I've lost twice. Derek Stefan has four points in 15 games. There's oh. a project that hasn't worked. Nick Paul has more points. Nikita Zaitsev has more points than Derek Stefan. Everyone remembers Nikita Zaitsev. Derek Stefan wants though. He wants to be closer to family. I mean, at his point of his no, career, I, why the hell does he want to play on Ottawa? Thirty he, years old. You know, he's he's been on New York. He's been on Arizona. It, it, it's it's right now the the big thing that I'm really watching with Ottawa is Tim Stutzla, right? I'm a big fan of Stutzla. I think he's awesome. Shabbat's fucking sick. Too. Uh, you know, Love Shabbat. Shabbat. Right? Josh Norris is looking pretty good. This team. I like Josh, Josh Norris. Yeah, he's beautiful skater. Could beautiful skate. skater. Yes, and part of that trade with uh, Eric Carlson. He was a former first round pick. Man, they got they man, they they have countless prospects. Countless yeah. prospects coming up. Their defense core is gonna be nasty. Batherson, you know, they got Jake Sanderson Brandstrom. coming up, Brandstrom who's, you know, finally, you know, getting some steady time in the lineup. Zaitsev. I'm just kidding. Fire loves Zaitsev. But Zaitsev is probably the best defenseman in the NHL. <laughs> Him or Justin Hall? Oh, oh, God. Justin McDavid's daddy, Hall. <laughs> now, where we could go into, okay, and uh, I wanted to, I'll kind of connect this with a Leaf thing, because uh, so I'll go first to the top point with uh, John Tavares and uh, with uh, Sam Gagne purchasing the Marlboros. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like I said, we talked about this before we came on. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. I didn't really know how much else I could. Add to that myself. So obviously, those are alumnus of that program, uh, and bringing giving back to to the community and try to put more money into that program that uh, hasn't been as like I shouldn't say they haven't been as strong of a program or what whatnot. But this is certainly a thing that Gandhi and Tavares can use as a hobby, even when they're done playing. Maybe get into it's a it's an avenue for both of them. And Sam Gandhi, there's a guy that loves being in the Toronto region. Heck, when he was uh, in Vancouver, when he got loaned to the American Hockey League, he wanted to play for the Marlies when he got sent down by Vancouver. So like, there's a guy who really wants to be home as well, and uh, certainly good kudos to them. But the big thing about the Leafs is I guess I got to eat my words about Justin Hall because, uh, and I know we're only at quarter point of the season if you will spit it out uh, I, I called on said I didn't believe in Hole as a reliable defenseman to stay in the lineup with Toronto and yeah you said some very choice yeah I, f- I felt like he wasn't you know last year I wasn't impressed and it just seems like this year I don't know if it's the hair I don't know. It's if, probably there. I don't know if it's that 145 mile an hour shot against Carey Price the other night. Sarcastic, obviously, uh, but the, the guy looks good and he's doing well. He's not remotely as close. Can keep up with McDavid. He can't. Nobody can in this league. Look at the Shea Weber meme that we saw online recently. Hut Leon's my guy. <laughs> Just ditches and leaves McDavid. But nonetheless, Hall. Um, 
Hall is uh, doing what he can on the ice, and he's a good partner for Jake Muzzin out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, they just – they're sound. They're so defensively sound. Jake Muzzin looks like he's having fun this year. You right. See, see him mocking the Montreal player on uh, the game on Saturday. <laughs> he's like going ah, – ah, ah, like Of course, Montreal scores in three minutes left in that game. Fuck. Well, whatever. Not cool. But uh, non- nonetheless. Oh, right. I guess that means we got to fire the coach. <laughs> Dubas can trade Nylander. Trade Nylander. Yeah. <laughs> trade Muzzin. Trade Matthews. Trade Marner. Tavares. See, uh, you know what? <laughs> Don't even trade Tavares. You probably won't get anything for him. Just try to see if he passes through waivers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, like, he's not, he's not exactly young anymore. So it's good to kind of see him and his, you know, defenseman obviously take a little bit more, you know, or take longer to develop and. Seems like he's having a good season. I mean, what is he? He's like 26, 27 at this point. He's not young. No, we'll get he's the not age. drafted by the Blackhawks. Blackhawks drafted black drafted by the Blackhawks. Sorry, he's twenty nine years old. He's yeah, well, that's what I mean. So late bloomer. He he's did like not, the Tim Tom. Well, I mean, he's not going to ever. I, I don't imagine second he'll be on round Tim Thomas level, but second round pick in twenty ten. We all know who went first overall in twenty ten. Like I'm not like overly familiar. Like, did he ever play like a full season with any other team, or no. was he like he was just completely AHL? And he that, started. AHL. He played in the yeah, University of Minnesota, the and then he went to the coast and he played for Rockford. Then he went to the Marlies, then Toronto. Uh, when he went in 2010, of course, Taylor Hall's draft year that year. Uh, you know, there's uh, guys who went ahead of him and even behind him. Uh, certain guys that you can know, some notable players went behind him. Racco Gudis, Joachim Nordstrom, uh, Jonas Donskoy uh, as well to name. There's also uh, John Klingberg went fifth round that year to Dallas. Uh, of course, Erica Branson went third overall that year. Current Ottawa Senator who is huh, <laughs> minus 13 fantastic. this year. Uh, he's just a fantastic individual for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got some Norris votes coming this year. <laughs> <laughs> that bad this year, right? Minus 13? Minus 13 this year. Rough goal. That has to be the worst in the league, no? Or uh, up there? Again, it's up there. You know, but obviously... He's number one. Who do you think's had the better career so far, Sagan or Hall? Sagan's won a cup. Points-wise. Oh. Points-wise. Yeah, in his rookie season. Points-wise? Points-wise. Oh, Sagan. has more points? Taylor Hall has more points. Sagan does. I bet you Taylor Hall has more points per game. There's five hundred Taylor Hall is injured all the time. Six hundred and thirty seven games. Hall is five seventy two. Okay, why well, don't do the math? Seven forty one, six thirty five. So yeah. That's so, yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. But that was uh, also a year that Jack Campbell went left overall. When I want to go there is about the injuries of Toronto. Joe Thornton is returning to lineup in the Toronto end. Obviously, Simmons going out was a big blow. Uh, Kachuk, and that's Jack Campbell issue. We say that it wasn't Kachuk that caused the injury. It was the knee, but... He's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, I like that. We've talked about that on the show. <laughs> I hate him. I hate Chuck? him. I hate him. I mean, I seeing his little temper tantrum that when Muzzin flipped the puck at him, so satisfying. Just, oh, it was mm. satisfying for me too, and mm, I like so nice. Yeah. So the last thing before we go, we'll say because in terms of the NHL national news, there's uh, obviously. Austin Matthews has is 11 goals leading the league. Uh, McDavid leading the league points, 28. Frederick Anderson tied. Uh, with nine wins and John Gibson, you've always been a fan, Dane, of John Gibson as much myself. Dope goalie, three, bad three, team. Three, yep, three shutouts. Uh, so, the, and currently, if you look at each standings, you got Tampa's leading the Central, Boston's leading the East, Vegas leading the West, and Toronto is leading the North uh, on Montreal. Three points up on Montreal and five on the Edmonton Oilers. Now, the, the, I'm going to say to each of you, uh, what team has surprised you this year? 
up to this point and why? Uh, I would say the Vancouver Canucks have surprised me on how bad they are. <laughs> um, I mean, I like I knew I knew Holpe was like I I, I still so one thing I was right about. Holpe's done. He's not a good like. He's just not a number one goalie. Would he anymore. be better elsewhere? Thatcher Demko, I think, from what I've seen in the playoffs, I thought he would be kind of finally transitioning into that goalie that they really hoped he was going to be. Um, They're all still bad. not there. Elias Pettersson, I have him in two of my pools. He has been. I mean, he was. Bad. He was invisible <laughs> the first six That's seven games of the season. Bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say the team that I'm I'm most surprised by is how Bad. far the Vancouver Canucks have fallen behind the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. And we all assumed this was going to be a six-team division, you know, with Ottawa probably being last, and now it's a five-team division. And I mean, if Vancouver doesn't go on a five-game winning streak here, like I don't see how they really get back in the mix. And they've played more; they've played just as many games as Edmonton. I think. I think they have the most games played in that division. Yeah, at two 16, more. 17. Two more than Edmonton. So you yeah, well, eighteen. Two, two more than I want. Eighteen. What are they? Six and twelve. Six seven, and 11? eleven. Seven. Oh, 11. they they won last night. So yeah, I mean, I it would not be an ideal spot, you know, for Vancouver right now. And I, I assume that's not where. They would be surprised in themselves at the same time. So, yeah, that's what I got. Vancouver has been a, a fucking dumpster for, fire this for year. For me, I'd say the team that surprised me the most, if uh, if it's not the Leafs for surprising me on how much hope they've given me this year, like mm-hmm. I promised myself they wouldn't do, it would probably be the Montreal Canadiens to go from 24th last season, squeaking into the playoffs in the last spot. Well, playoffs used loosely with air quotations for those of you who aren't here. Uh, yeah, to be considered a top team, once again, air quotations, is surprising. And it's early. Or what? Only a fifth of the Oh, I will agree season. with you. We'll see the real Montreal Canadiens. They're not that good. They can't be. There's no way. Jeff Petrie isn't averaging a point per game. Doris Cannon. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I think Jeff Petrie, when Edmonton traded him away, I was like, He's our best defense. Well, that's man. right. Edmonton he, had him. Yeah, well, for, for Zach Cassian, I think. I have which Darnell is, I mean, Nurse I don't in hate. a pool. Tell me how fucking sick Darnell is. Oh, Darnell's been unreal. He's, unreal. He, he can't he, stop scoring. He's, probably, he's got like six goals in seven games. He's, he's probably, probably going to be I, a guy. I would say half the goals he's scored have been absolute muffins that <laughs> should have care. not gone in. But does, they don't ask him how. They, they ask, ask how many, many right? So He's going to be a dad. Darnell. Darnell. It's the dad yeah, Michaela is, it was announced on Instagram a couple weeks ago. I uh, follow each other on Instagram. She, uh, they have, they have, oh. Her and her two Dobermans. They have two Dobermans, Darnell and his wife. Get Darnell on the show. Fun fact. Darnell, have, uh, one day, hopefully. Now, I'll say He's quickly. He's got the suit ties. He's got the suit ties. He might, he might have a soft spot for us. <laughs> so, obviously, his uh, girl that he's with is obviously from here as well. So, they, there could be ties there, certainly. Oh, there we go. Comment below if you'd like to have Darnell on the show, or maybe he will yeah, be tag in your future. Tag him. Tweet it, tweet it out. Say we want I'm going to go as far to say this. Right now, I'm just making a prediction. Montreal doesn't make the playoffs. Wow, I, I disagree. I do you think Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary are better than Montreal? They are better, but I think this league this year is. I don't think Calgary. Great. Nobody's that far behind them. If you look at the stats, Calgary's not that far behind them. Edmonton's not that far behind them. And you play a couple games against the same team, three game series. You sweep them. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, I was in second, and now I'm in fifth. So, <laughs> I. I I'm just making a bold prediction because I think the I think Winnipeg. So you think Montreal's closer to Ottawa than they are Calgary or Winnipeg? No, I think they're no closer I, to Vancouver. I think I think they're <laughs> no. I think I think they're the fifth place team easily. 
I think they're better than Vancouver. Vancouver is a disaster this year. I don't Absolute understand. It's got to no sense. Out, yeah, they're right, but they don't look like they can. But I'll see surprised. I'm going to go out. games in, they haven't figured it out. I'm gonna, that many? Holy. I'm going to go out of the North Division. And after looking at each division, you can know, you could say Colorado's not first in their division. Oh, sorry. But I thought we had, they had, had no, to pick the, the No, North. you're good. That's fine. I'm <laughs> okay. sure that's that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking my answer outside the North Division just to I be different. That's just to be different. Just to different. And Same. Colorado, obviously, I dealt with a little bit of injuries. And then, of course, I, I was going to give a lot of hate to Buffalo, but they've only played 10 games. They've had the COVID issues, issues going on. If I had to say a team that surprised me this year, uh, to this current point, just because of success, and people may think I'm crazy because it's not a whole lot of success. Can I guess you're going to say? Yeah. The Florida Panthers. No. Uh, no. Uh, actually, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks, you know. Patrick would, Kane is on. Believable this year. And in net, okay, the Chicago Blackhawks got are going in, with... Got him in the fifth round of a draft start. They're going with Kevin Lackanen, okay? Kevin Lackanen was an undrafted signed forward who spent last year in the... Or forwards, wow, goalie. Played in the American <laughs> Hockey League. Uh, and then he spent time over in the Finnish Elite League where he had a 1.33 goals against average in 2017. Uh, good young prospect, if you will, sort of. He's 25 years old. Uh, but with the Chicago Blackhawks, here's a team that brought in Madison Bowie. You know, uh, uh, you, you bring in Zadorov. You, you make you make you get rid of Sod. You're you're moving bodies. But Patrick Kane, all right, is looking absolutely filthy. The guy's 22 points in 16 games. He's he's 11 games away from 1,000 games. He has 1,044 points in his career. Fun fact: all of them, of course, with the Chicago Blackhawks. But what I have to say about the Hawks this year is that this team I thought was going to come in, and yeah, you have Kane, you have Debrinket, they have some good pieces. But I feel like they're at a point where, you know, Chicago, despite the success for the quote-unquote playoffs last year where they, where they defeated the Edmonton Oilers, if I am correct. Sorry, Dane. Yeah, you're, that you're correct. Uh, that I Unnecessary felt, shot, Dan. I'm sorry yeah, you yeah, did that yeah, to yeah. I, I really feel like I thought this team was going to be a completely on the – they are on the outside looking in, so I shouldn't say that they are, but they're holding in there. There's like a, there's a four-way – there's a five-way tie story. One. One, two, three, four. Sorry, I can't count. Four teams have 18 points. Of course, Chicago and Columbus have four more games than both Carolina and Florida, though, of course. Uh, so I think that last spot is going to be right down the wire between uh, the Blue Jackets and Hawks. And, of course, Dallas has oh, only played Blue 12 Jackets, games, too. Wasn't that that team that beat the Leafs last year in the playoffs, Dave? <laughs> the team that where Patrick Laine and Jack Roslevic have, like, Roslevic has a point a game average and Laine has just under a point a game and Dubois played two games and has zero points. That trade's looking Whoa. absolutely great. It's two for, games in, Dave. Yeah, Dubois doesn't look like fitting in Dubois these first like two games. I mean, at old. the end of the day, I'm like, I look at the same age line, and we're like, the Central is the biggest joke in the NHL. It's not looking like a joke right no, now. No, it's I not. Mean, I mean, other than Detroit and, and Nashville being terrible, six I mean, and I, nine. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's still not nice. making the playoffs. Columbus no, or Dallas on, or both You're better, better teams. That. Yeah, they are. You don't, but you don't think Chicago has been over over even being seven no, five I, and four, I, 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 right? I, That's, I'm surprised they're even above five hundred. Well, why don't I, you ask Kevin? I think he'd say they're not lacking in winning right now. I, I, <laughs> I will say I'm surprised, but I I like I've I, in my pool I drafted um, Kubalik and Kane because I'm like if anybody's gonna score on that team, it's gonna be those two, and they if they worked out for me pretty well. So um yeah, I am surprised. They I mean they got. A lot of teams only have 12 games, though, like Florida, Carolina, They got Carolina, lucky with Dallas. that goalie. That goalie's played unreal uh, for them, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no, Malcolm. I would be surprised. I think another team, you know, peaked a little bit early, like the Habs. 
They're going to fade out a little bit. Yeah. I just don't think the Habs have enough talent. Yeah, I don't think talent. the Hawks are a playoff team, but it's good to see that you know they've been overachieving. This was going to be a weird year. I think we're going to see a lot of surprises when it comes down to it, and it's uh, certainly going to be interesting, and especially with watching some more rumors that are going around with all these, you know, uh, with D'Angelo and the, all the drama with him. And, you know, it's going to be interesting year still and, uh, as the year progresses. Now, fellas, we did say off air that we're to keep the show under an hour and guess what we have we're at the 55 minute mark no way yeah so i'm gonna flat out say right now i did promise beginning the show i would explain what the conduro couch is it's a th- t- like a quick blurb the conduro couch is actually named after somebody who trained me in hockey and devoted all the time in the morning nights for over a handful of years his name is billy conduro uh this is a more of a local punch if you will because a lot of our listeners being outside of streaming may not know what i'm talking about but this is a guy who got up with me every day from monday to friday from the age of one I was 13 to about 17 when I played junior hockey at the John Rhodes Community Center where I was able to be fortunate to get on the ice for a favor and train me. I couldn't even really skate backwards that well. I was an awful, uh, I was going on the wrong end of hockey, if you will, as Dane would probably be able to attest. I barely made double B hockey at this time. No, uh, you're better than me. And uh, ended up, he ended up training me to end up being somebody who was a, a walk-on camp to the Ontario Hockey League and uh, playing junior hockey and I ended up making a little fun uh, junior hockey career out of myself till I was 20 years old because of this individual so i've named the couch the condero couch uh just to have a name in his honor and currently we have gretzky pictures behind myself in our recording space so we call this the gretzky corner so we have the gretzky corner and the condero couch in our office and we'll be uploading pictures of our office when it's fully complete uh in the next couple weeks but we are going to be recording live in here going forward with a lot of our shows because there's some things missing in this room that you guys probably haven't noticed yet but we won't say what that is I know keep what that it is. Oh, you know what it is. Oh, you certainly know what it is. But it's not. We're not missing out on any of that. So the, obviously, I want to give a little shout out and a shout out to Billy Condero saying that I've done that and a little corny piece from yours truly to wrap up uh, the show. Corny piece is in the corner of the room. Haha, <laughs> like that. No, you don't. Now, what are we all doing here tonight, too, fellas? We got a Chell game to oh, play. Oh, we're ripping it. We're playing Chell. And I'm going to flat out say uh, a lot of people that listen to our show, you listen to portions and portions and pieces and pieces. But if you get to this point in the show and you have a team in the EIE, E-A-S-H-L, or you play, Please don't uh, play online. Uh, don't Division one, one, not a big deal. Division one, calling out people like <laughs> people on chicklets thinking that they'd probably be better than us, but they wouldn't yeah, be. Nasher, we'd smash you. No, no problem. We wouldn't. No, uh, we nonetheless, wouldn't. nonetheless, if no, you no, are, no, have no, a team no, on e, if you have a team on E-A-S-H-L, reach out to one of us on the show and we will play you. And maybe we'll even throw money on the line. No. Fuck it. What? Fuck Dave, it. Let's Dave, do it. You're fucking nuts. Now we're getting... No, I am fucking nuts. End Let's it. get psyched we'll up, boys. It. End it. End it. We're not losing Dane, money. Dane, thank you. You're welcome. Alex. I'll throw five bucks on a game. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck I love gambling. It. Love it. I love gambling. Hey, you, I know how much money you make. You're going to just put $5. All right. I'm going to put $5 on his winning and $5 on the over. <laughs> over for goals <laughs> against. Goals against. I'm going to put $5 on the over of three for Dave's penalties. Oh, after I get pissed? After we're losing? Yeah, Absolutely. Just, yeah, we'll be down by a goal. Oh, you know what? Get over here. Slash a guy in the face. <laughs> uh, none yeah. of that tonight. This is a virtual video game. Just so everyone knows I don't normally – I don't slash people in the face when I really play hockey. Yeah, now, are we still under an hour? Now, are we yes, still Yes, 58.30 right now and getting to keep it under an hour. I'm going to say thank you again to Dane and Alex but also to the crew. 
with the Game Entertainment Media and the Game Sports Show family as well as the listeners. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of the platforms and make sure to stay tuned in. We've uploaded Strike Zone Edition uh, this, uh, just today as well. We have our Hockey Edition here, of course, if you're listening to, but we also have ESPN 1400 tomorrow, which is Monday, and our In the Pocket season finale this week, and we have our special edition upload to conclude the week also, and don't forget all the other content that the Game Entertainment Media provides on our website, which is thegamesportshow.com. Facebook and Instagram is tagged at thegamesportshow as well. Hashtag Gem Local and hashtag Gem National. We'll get into more of that another time as well. It's been fun, fellas. This has been Top Shelf, presented by North Superior Brewing Company. Make sure to hit like, follow, and subscribe, as I mentioned, but also to follow North Superior Brewing Company, where it's a northern thing. Now, until next time, here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your back, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah. <laughs>